Her name is Ellie. How long have we known each other? Our whole lives. So you pick her up right now, and then you kill me. you wonderful people out there welcome to another episode of black and white reviews my name is will my name is lee and my name is chuck and this week we are here to discuss the finale well this the season finale of the last of us titled uh what is it lost in the dark when in the darkness when in the darkness is that the uh, name of this episode i never look I'm it up for, right now. look for the light look for the light look, the look finale for as always, I want to save Chuck and I for last because I think the two of us have the most to say. Lee, where uh, where are you with the finale? How you feeling? What did you think? So I I will just say this. Full I watched details. it and then I I watched it and then like fifteen minutes later, Chuck sends a bunch of what seemed to be expletive emojis. Yes, he does in a row. Yes, he did. And I was. It, very confused because I'm like, let me just look this up and see how it actually ends in the game. And it was pretty much spot on except for how they got there. So I'm not sure what that was all about, but I just don't like the fact that he straight up lied and that's, the, and that's how this whole thing went. And, that, and that's just a problem with the story itself, not with the show. So You're supposed to feel that way. I understand that. Okay. But it makes me really just uncomfortable and not really... It, I understand that's the point. I get it. So that's just how I feel. I don't like how it ended because I'm watching it the entire time when he goes off. I'm going, this is super selfish. Like this is, she straight up came out and said, this needs to be done. She understood what needed to be done and what was most likely going to happen. And she said, yeah, let's do this. We need to do this. And he knew what was going to happen too, but it seemed like he, it seemed like he thought that she didn't real, still didn't fully grasp what this meant. I don't and think either one he, of them walked into in the situation thinking that. I don't think either one of them walked into that situation thinking that she was going to die. Well, she probably thought that there was some level of a chance. 
She was willing to so. sacrifice. I think I feel like she was willing to sacrifice herself. Yes. That's what it came down to. If that's and what... that is that is yes. Go ahead. I'm and sorry. that's what it came down to. And that's that's the way they portrayed it. That's the way that it all seemed. And then it was like when he just went off, it was like he was a child. He was a child on having a temper tantrum who just went into a quote unquote fugue state while he just took people out <laughs> through through this hospital. And I'm like the entire time I'm I'm going, I don't see how this is a good guy. Like, I don't see him being a good guy in this situation one bit. And then obviously it got worse and worse and worse and everything with uh what's her face, the firefly lady there. Um, I was like, dude, like, I don't like this. And then he straight up lies to her, like multiple times and um, yeah i'd have no sympathy for his character whatsoever anymore uh it was just it was super selfish and i just don't like it you know it, you could tell that she noticed what was going on with him and that you know he was being all like hey hey look at me hey look at this hey what do you think about that and she was clearly just not having it you see this role reversal between the two of them and you could tell he's feeling like semi guilty but then again you know, trying to cover it all up because he just wants to relive what he once had that he lost because he didn't do what needed to be done. So here he's, you know, he's pulling a Thor where they're like, what did you do? I went for the head, you know, like he's trying to redeem where he screwed up the first time. And in that, he made a very selfish and stupid decision. So I understand that's the story. I understand that's how it's supposed to go. I just don't like it. Okay. So. Um, other, other than that, I will say, um, what was really cool is right off the bat in the beginning, you see the woman who's giving birth. And for some reason, I just knew that that was Ellie. I knew it. Like, I, I knew it. There, there was like the way that the way that the show does things and the way that shows do things. When you see somebody who's kind of like, hmm, this person, either she looks familiar or something about this person means that she's a significant person in real life. So the way they did that and the way that she was introduced, and as soon as she said Ellie and you know that the baby is Ellie, I was like, oh, that's actually Ellie. I looked it up and I was perfect. It was, it was spot on. So it's, it's pretty obvious that the way they laid it out was to, to get those people in there to kind of give a nod to the video game and the people who created it. So I did appreciate that. I liked that they threw that in there. But maybe I've just watched too many things, you know, that are based off of something else you know, whether they're remakes or, you know, uh, depictions from a video game, uh, adaptations rather, um, that it's just like, it's kind of expected at this point. I mean, you did mention that Joel's voice actor was in like the last episode um, yeah, as a he different was, character. Yeah, he was, um, he was the guy who was buddies with uh, David Todd. Right. Not, I'm getting Todd in my head because Chuck kept calling him Todd, but it's not Todd. Whatever. It, was, he's, it was James. He's dead. James. What, he's dead. That's who he is. Yes, he's, he's dead. dead. Um, so <laughs> that's that. Uh, okay. But yeah, I, I'd say overall the episode was good. I just really didn't like the ending. For me, it was, it was very unsettling because I had, I, I had more, I, I lost all respect for his character, for Joel. Okay. And it's, it's just, it's upsetting because I don't want to, no, I don't want to not like Pedro Pascal's character, um, but, but I do, so. Uh, I mean, it, does, it doesn't take away how you feel about Pedro Pascal. No, okay. just the character Joel. Okay. No, no, no. I'm just. I, it's just you know. It's mm, you, okay. Remember when when people got really mad at Chris Pratt for screwing up the the death of Thanos? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> people were like writing him like death threats. It's like it's a movie. It's a movie. Like I'm not there. 
but it's more just like, oh, wow. It's like my my thought of his characters has been shattered because of the way he played this role that is just like it is in the game. So I understand it's how it's written. I'm not going to be sending any death letters or anything like that, but it's just, uh, the only I thing don't that- like the end. The only thing that I will comment on is despite you saying that you did not like the ending, this is the longest that you've talked about a single episode, like doing the opening. So it's doing its job. It made you think about something and it got a reaction and an emotional reaction out of you, which is what it was supposed to do. So it absolutely did mm-hmm. its job. And yeah. I will also I say also that the same I'm, thing over and over again. <laughs> not really. You said different things. And I also okay. wa- also want to say I completely agree with you. I love the fact that Ashley Johnson is Ellie's mother. I think. It was perfect. It was absolutely mm-hmm. perfect the way that they introduced her. And that's all I'm going to say there. Chuck, do you want to go and start ranting about this tunnel? Because I know that's where you're going to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we talked about mm-hmm. I know that's what you're going to do. That, that's where I'm going to start. Because I said that last week. I said if they take out this entire scene, I'm going to be super mad. And the reason is, is except for what? Two, maybe three episodes? No infected, no infected, no bloaters, yeah. no clickers, no nothing. The it's, entire show, it's um, unforgivable. It's like the it's, walk- it's completely it's, unforgivable it's the, the way that they did no that. Walkers. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 they brought the giraffe in. I thought that was cool. That part was straight out of the game. It was a real giraffe people, too. It was a real giraffe. Many people thought it was CG, but the giraffe was the only thing real in that scene. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. I was blown yeah. away that it was a real giraffe. I thought it fooled yeah. me. I thought it was fake, but that's because the blue screen threw me off. Yeah. Like you could tell, you could tell there was a lot of fakery going on in that scene. But I was like, "Oh, this is all." And then I looked it up, and I was like, "Wow, it wow, a real giraffe." Okay, they cool. A, they did it. They did a great job with that whole part. Um, they go into the tunnel, you know, and then they just they 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 get to the other side really easy. <laughs> um. <laughs> And they skip everything. Yeah. So I appreciate that they used, what's her name for Ellie's mom? That they used the voice actor for Ellie as Ellie's mom. That Ash- was really, Ashley, really cool. Ashley Johnson, yes. It's not just Ashley the voice Johnson. actor, because didn't they actually take Motion the capture. Do, they did motion capture. Motion yes, capture, too. Yeah. Well, her. Okay. The guy who played, the guy, uh, uh, what was it? Royce or Reese or whatever his name is from um, Kathleen's group who played Tommy. And um, per- uh, not Percy. Um, Percy. I think that was his name. Yeah, Percy. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He played Tommy. Yeah, he played Tommy, yeah. and you know, obviously, the guy who plays Joel, uh, Troy Baker. They, yeah, all voice voice actors and, and motion capture for everything. Yeah. So aside from that, um, again, broad stroke. Did they capture the end? Did they do <clears throat> the ending the right way in Chuck regards to that? Almost. Yeah. Um, I think I just have, I have a poor taste in my mouth from last week where they dumbed down David's character so much and they dumbed down that entire thing so much that, cause he was supposed to be the big bad. Like he was supposed to be like the ultimate bad guy villain in the game. And he was, he was like, you had to actually fight him and you were Ellie fighting him. In the game, when you're fighting Marlene, you're not actually, you don't kill Marlene. You, you're sitting there watching it do things, watching it as if mm. you're watching the show. 
Joel does kill her the same way in the game. He's holding the gun underneath, carrying Ellie. It was shot um, for shot. Every, every, I, it was shot for shot. It was wonderful. Yeah, I, yeah. I watched it, and it was shot for shot. Oh, yeah, so you actually really, watched. Really you good. actually went and watched the gameplay. I did because oh, cool. I was upset, and I'm just like, okay, how was this actually supposed to, <laughs> to supposed to end? And I'm like, oh no. So why is Chuck so mad? <laughs> is it? I'm like, is it about some tunnel thing? It's probably about yes. a tunnel, isn't it? <laughs> and sure enough, <laughs> it's a. There's a, that's a whole big part. There's a lot that goes into that. Um, I think that's my biggest disappointment to the whole show is the lack of infected. Yeah. Because it is littered throughout the game. Especially um, with a show that has this kind of budget. I mean, I, I read somewhere right. that it has 100 million plus. Like, okay, you have, you have was it 100? It's almost 100 million. You have roughly $10 million per episode to invest in this and the lack of infected is just, to me, it's unforgivable. It doesn't well, justify the this price showed, tag. <laughs> the fact that they showed the bloater so early on and then it never came back, yeah. that's surprising. That's, yeah. That whole scene where they had that many of those things come flying out of the earth, um, I'm sorry. You see that and you're like, wow, this, game, this, this show is going to get good. Did I say game? Whatever. I said this show is going to get really awesome. And it just... And that was the peak. That was that it? Was it just stopped. That was the climax. It just stopped from there. And I think that's where, and that's where it lost me is from that episode, right after that episode, when they went into the next episode with, and, and you know, when Sam gets killed and they're all there, you know, from that point on, I, I just, it, it the, the show itself went downhill from that point on for me. Um, but I mean, this is, this is a difficult I mean, going from the town to the hospital is a difficult part to play in the game. And it's an important part. I mean, it's two out of the four bloaters that you see in the, sh in the game. Um, we only saw one this entire season, which was disappointing. Um, quick I did side hear note, rumors. Quick side note on yeah. that. If you play on a more difficult level like I did, there was actually three bloaters down there. So, Oh, is there really? Yeah. I think if you play on hard and grounded. Or no, Survivor and Grounded. I played it on Grounded, which is the hardest difficulty in the game. There are three bloaters down there. It's crazy. Yeah. All, and how many clickers and then how many? It's, it's like, more. It's, it, it amps, it, the difficulty amps up a lot with the, just the sheer number of people. Well, well the sheer right. number of infected gets amped up and your, the supplies and the resources diminish greatly. So it just makes everything more difficult. It was not fun. Right. And I think, you know... Even if they had one bloater and a hand, like two or three clickers and a handful would have been like show some because the the conversation that that he has with Marlene when she's like how did you get here you know aside from the two stops that he had it was super easy yeah barely you know, an inconvenience barely an <laughs> right barely he, he didn't because either he was a faced with people that wanted to kill him. Or B, he was faced with infected that want to kill him. In this case, in this show, it was he was faced with people who want to kill him. And that's where it stops. Um, and there's only really one person who wants to kill him. Outside of that, everybody else is, like, on his side. Um, so talk about, you know, Lee making fun of Lord of the Rings when, what was the first movie? Do, 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 do. Second movie. Not, do, 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 I, did, do, do. I didn't do that. In this, Randall, in this, Randall made fun I, of it. I know, but what was happening in this show? Oh, 
doot, 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 doot. Bang, bang. Doot, 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 doot. Bang, bang. Other than that, nothing. And I think that's where it... that When they actually hit shot for shot for the game where they brought the even if they changed the shot up a little bit and they made it more relevant to the game um that's when it got better for me um just like last week when they when she meets david and there's no infected and she has to fight side by side with him that's all part of what makes this journey this struggle so impressive that they actually got to the side to the other side of the country basically in one piece. Um, but it took a lot out. They, there was no meat to this episode except for the very, very, you know, him and Marlene. And that was it. Other than that, there was absolutely no meat to this episode. In my opinion, your go will. Okay. I agree with both of you. I, do not like the lack of infected. I don't think there's an excuse. When you have a television show that has a budget of $100 million and there are only nine episodes and you have one episode loaded with infected, it's unforgivable. It's unexcusable. I don't like it. Um, Unbalanced. Not at all. Not at all. It's, for me, that's a problem. Um, I not... <clears throat> okay. Getting into the story... Did the ending land? Was it shot for shot? Absolutely. With a couple of caveats. One, and we'll, I'll get to it later, but one problem that I have is they give Joel this ridiculous story about how he tried to commit suicide and that's why he's half deaf. Not in the game. And they did exactly what I was afraid they were going to do. They gave well, yeah, remember him. Remember he had super hearing? They, no, they did exactly what I was afraid they were going to do, and they, I, I was afraid that they were going to try to give him somewhat of a sympathetic out for what he was going to do. That's what I was afraid of, and they did that by giving him this story about, I was going to commit suicide, and I've been depressed, blah, 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 and, you know, time doesn't heal all wounds, and then he gives her the look. That's not a part of his story. That's not a part of the game at all. That's one problem mm. that I have. Another problem that I have is Chuck and I have done a lot of talking about the small little subtleties that they leave out. The little glances and the looks here and there or the small little interactions that make the game unbelievable. They took a lot of yeah. that out, but they actually made time when Ellie sees the giraffe and Joel gets up to the top of the ladder and you see the shadow of the giraffe go by. They can put that little subtle detail in there, but <clears throat> everything else, it's just like it falls by the wayside. Not not the biggest fan of that kind. Of, why? Why add that yeah. little detail in, but everything else you just throw on the cutting room floor? It, it, it baffles the mind. And the last yeah. thing that I want to talk about before we actually get into the episode is... Uh, I lost it. I can, oh. It doesn't make sense. The surgery that the fireflies are going to do doesn't make any sense. So the fungus grows in the brain. And her version of cordyceps, or her mutation of cordyceps, makes other cordyceps think that she's cordyceps, but she's still being attacked by infected. What? Why? That makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. I, it, what? So, that, that's, 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 that's really it. Yep. Those are my, those are my opening thoughts. Aside from that, like I already said, I love that Ashley Johnson is um, Ellie's mother. 
I love how you get to the end and it doesn't shy away from how, like Lee said, how selfish Joel is at the end and how he can get pretty uh, bloodthirsty if he has to. And again, the whole point of the ending of the game is to leave everything kind of up in the air. And what Ellie meant when she said, okay, after, you know, Joel just basically lies to her and you just get an okay for her roll credits at the end. Exactly the same way. So I do like that. I love that it's kind of ambiguous what she's thinking, what she's feeling in that moment. I love that they didn't shy away from making Joel the bad guy because at the end of the game, he is the bad guy. There's no getting around that. I just, a lot like last week how we had with David how they 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 introduced this ridiculous story arc of him being a preacher here they introduce something ridiculous about him and like being suicidal like the day after his I get it but it's just like you don't have to give him that sympathetic note to like give people an inkling to hang on to about this character you don't need to do something like that you could have just told the story the way that it was and it would have been perfectly fine and everybody would have gotten the message why put that in it was it, to me personally it was unnecessary I could have done without that, but that's just, that's it. Okay. 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 I'm with you. I do understand why Joel goes to save Ellie. I mean, when you think about it, he already lost his daughter. Now he has this connection with Ellie. Right. And that's what's motivating him. So it's understandable. Right. But it's the thing, the odd thing is I it's don't very think clear. It's very clear to everybody watching it that that's what's going on. Right, it's, it's supposed extremely to be. clear. It's yeah. supposed to. It's supposed to be. But the the part I don't agree with though is I don't think that Ellie knew because you would because you typically even playing the game when you're talking about a cure, you know, typically you're thinking it's in the blood. You know, she tried doing that in the game and well in the movie and it's in the show. It didn't um, work. It didn't work. Um, <laughs> But through the whole, you don't know that it's in the brain in the game either until until this part. So I, I was I was happy about that. But you they, even have that line from Marlene here that you don't get in the game, where yeah, she was worried about you, and then we knocked her out. We didn't tell her anything. She won't feel any pain. Ellie has no agency at all. So that's nope, the only no idea. That's the only saving grace that I will give Joel. I do think Ellie deserves to know kind of what's going to happen before, you know, they just bring her in and they drug her up, knock her out, and they're just going to go through with this. I don't agree with that, but I do agree that she deserves a choice. I think she deserves some agency in what's about to happen. The, the right thing to do would have been wake her up, tell her what the deal is, and let her decide for herself. That's Or, that's, or he still could have said, you know, what he said about the fireflies. You know, she got him out. He got her out, and he could have said that the Fireflies got away, but he could have said, you know, I saved you because they were going to kill you to actually find the cure. There's no um, excuse for him lying. I don't agree with that. I don't think he should have lied to her at all. I, that makes the, him even there, more of a villain. Right, but the thing is, if he, said, if he said they were going to kill you in order to get the cure, then she would be stuck with that guilt, and he didn't want her to have that guilt, and that's why he did what he did. Understandable. So, but... It, but it still doesn't excuse excuse it. I think the part that I, I think the part that I, I think if he if he was trying to save her and it required the casualties that he got to get in there and save her, that's one thing. But to sit there and say, Oh, there's more like you and they're all yeah. out there. 
and they're doing that. That's where I think he if so, went she wouldn't feel guilty. Way overboard. That's what I was saying is he if he just said, you know, I saved your life because they were gonna kill you to find the cure. Be honest but that's there. In the game. But then just I, I get it. I'm just talking about the character Joel and and, and all, you know, the whole thing. That way it would have it would have, you know, the saving grace at that point would have been don't even talk about killing the fireflies. Just say, hey, I had to save your life because they were gonna kill you. And then leave it at least be honest about that and don't say anything else. So tell El I don't know. I don't like it. I never liked it. When even when I played the game for the first time, it didn't sit right with me that he lied. I never I always thought that okay, this is just this is incredibly selfish of of Joel to do. There's no getting around this. Um and even even after like when they're in the car and they're on their way back to Jackson and he gives the whole I I got us out of there cuz we were attacked by raiders and there's a whole more like you and blah 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 blah. Yeah, he's doing it so that she won't feel guilty about anything. But even when you get like to the precipice of Jackson and she's like, I feel she doesn't come right out and say she feels guilty, but she's like, first it was um my friend Riley, and then it was Tess, and then it was Sam, and and she's going through this whole that's why she feels guilty. Because these are all people that she could have potentially saved because she's the cure. And mm. that's it. That's it right there. Lying to her after that is dirty. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. I think that's dirty. Anyways, let's get into the episode. So we start with somewhat of a cold open where we see Ashley Johnson playing Emma. Is that her name? Or no, it's Anna. And she's running into a house, running away from infected, and she is very, very pregnant. And we learn that this is Ellie's mother and she's about to give birth. Her water breaks. She's freaking out. There's a runner that comes in right after her, even though she jams the door shut. She struggles with this thing for a little while, finally stabbing it in the head, and look down, and there is baby on the floor. <laughs> I thought this was actually... I thought this was really cool. Um, and I actually had to take a double take, because at first I thought, from a quick glance, that they made Bella Ramsey look older. Um, at a quick, quick glance. And then I had to look at it again. I was like, nope, that's not her. Because I could tell once I had a... But just a quick glance, I was like, they did a really good job matching her up as Bella Ramsey's mom. Yeah. Um, and I thought they did a... I thought that was spot on. And the fact that they... She played Ellie in the game was an even better touch. So... But this whole scene, how she didn't know she actually gave birth, like... <laughs> Uh, and uh, like, wait a minute, like <laughs> that's a really uh, easy burst. It just she was right a, out. She was in a lot of pain, and then she was struggling against something that was trying to kill her. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure she realized that something happened. It's more just like, oh, the baby is here. I forgot. I almost just died. She had so, no idea until she looked down, and there it was. Yeah, <laughs> I was like. She's got she a lot going know. on, man. That's what I was saying. She got a lot going on in that moment. <laughs> the, uh, she listen, does, but if you we, still, you're pregnant. Like, if we can watch people, in, in, if we can watch people in movies get shot and just become bullet sponges and just feel absolutely nothing because of adrenaline, adrenaline, I can swallow this. That 
Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. You you look like you had something else to say while I was talking to you. If you wanted to. Oh okay. no no. Okay. No, you said you said she was pregnant. I said not anymore. Not anymore. No no. She she clearly gave birth. Uh, she looks down. She notices that she's scratching her leg, and that's when she cuts the umbilical cord. And we get the opening credits as she's talking to uh, her, you know, daughter. Yay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So Marlene and some other fireflies show up to the house and they find Anna upstairs holding Ellie and she's also holding a knife to her throat. So when was she planning to slit her throat? Like if she turns, she can't, right? Or even um, if, or even if she slits her throat, the virus is still gonna like. Yeah, I don't think I, she really. I, I always that thought out. it was. I always thought it was like head trauma. Like, okay, we 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 know like zombie walker runner whatever it is, shoot it in the head. Like nothing else is gonna kill it. So I almost thought that she was gonna kill Ellie. Oh, if Ellie was infected and turned. No. That if she if she started to turn and there was yeah. nobody there to take Ellie, that she would yeah. have killed Ellie. That's why I'm asking. Like I understand the knife to the yeah. throat. Like you're, like it's a contingency. Like if you feel like you're about to turn, okay, knife throat over. But I'm my thing is like, I don't think I'm not gonna ask questions about that anymore. So Anna tells Marlene that she cut the cord before she was bitten, which is a lie. So that th- there's that. We're already setting that thing up. And then she wants her to take Ellie to Boston and find somebody to raise her and then to kill her. At first, Marlena can't really, you know, commit to killing her. But after she gets outside, Anna starts pleading and crying. And Marlene goes back into the room and shoots her in the head. Good. Allegedly in the head. What? 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 You don't see it. it. (laughs) Fine. She's she's hanging out with the kingpin right now. (laughs) She's coming back next She's coming back next season. <laughs> of course she is, she's yes. Been, she's, she's been hiding for 14 years. Of course. I, um, I also want to comment here that she hands the baby to, you know, one of the Firefly guys. And she's like, here, hold the baby, cover her ears. And this Firefly does not cover her ears at all. Like, he does no, not no. try to, to, like, shy her away from this gunshot not at all. all. Nope. Nope. Good job. So... We cut to a very despondent Ellie and Joel, who are, and, and Joel is very excited because he found a can of Chef Bayardee and a game of Boggle. Boggle. Yep. Boggle. Uh, Ellie's not amused, and she's not being very receptive right now. Joel wants to teach Ellie how to play guitar, but she's still not feeling anything. So they decide that they're going to cut through a building. She gets boosted up on a ladder, sees something, becomes very excited, and just lets the fall, ladder fall to the ground straight out of the game. I like that little touch. She starts chasing after something. Joel is just confused. I hate that the shadow is in the window. I know it's in the game, and it's a great touch, and deep down, I do love it. But just this is, this is the, little, the little thing that you throw into the show from the game. It has to be this. It has to be the shadow of the giraffe. You couldn't do anything else. This is what you decided to throw yeah okay yeah so i actually have to say you know the part where because in the game she is also like non-responsive as they're walking into the tunnel she's yes. daydreaming she's thinking about something i i appreciate that um the part i thought was funny is he's like so we're gonna and she goes 
we're gonna go into that big building. We're gonna go to the sky, to the skyscraper. We're gonna go to this side. And we're gonna see if he goes. No, actually, we're gonna get some dynamite and we're gonna blow this part up. And she's like, "Really?" And he goes, "No, we're actually gonna go up to that tall building, go to the skyscraper, and go and find a route around." Um, that part was not in the game, but it was pretty funny. It was and really funny. I, I, yeah. I actually chuckled at that point. It was pretty good. But this is the part where they go into the tunnel. They it should be all hell breaks loose. It should be. They are dealing with it. It and should. Then they, but they don't. Nope, they don't. They should have. They should have absolutely done it. They should have absolutely done it. It would have been. Because then it would it would have brought climax to the end of this season. There was no that was the part that really bothered me is there was no climax in this even when they do when he's going through the hospital. They did a cool thing with the music and do no no sound except for the music and you know you can kind of hear the bullets in the background. Um I thought it was it was a cool shot how they did the cinematography but there was no climax. There was no it, it didn't build up and this part right here was the final what in the game before you get into the hospital. Um, and I, I, I said that every, every episode so far, if they take this out, it's going to bother me. And they, they did exactly what I was afraid of happening. It really, exactly yeah, what I was it, it, it bothers me as well. And I'll, I'll, I'll get to more of a reason why when I actually get to that part, well, you got something? Nope. Okay. So I actually, I actually wanted to stop here because they get to the giraffe and they're having this amazing moment where they're feeding and just watching the giraffe. And then they go outside and they watch the tower walk away. Right. And then I, I did some research when I was like, I, I was wondering, I'm like, was that a CGI giraffe or was it a real giraffe? Oh, no, I saw something on Twitter about people saying, no, it was real, it was real. And then I went and I uh, sought out some information and I came across this article from Polygon and I wanted to read a little bit of it. Naturally, there are a number of people on social media who thought the giraffe was entirely fake, totally CGI, as so many on-screen animals these days are. Others went so far as to criticize the CGI, unaware that the giraffe is an animal actor named Naboo. <laughs> there was a good deal of visual effects utilized to pull off the scene. HBO took the production of The Last of Us to Calgary Zoo. To film the scene, Naboo's enclosure was fitted with blue paneling to make the blue screen. The setup took about a month. Production designer John Piano tells Variety. So that the giraffe could get comfortable with the change in environment and with a whole bunch of new people, including Pascal and Ramsey, who fed the giraffe in the scene. And it does make an impact. Even Ramsey said in a documentary that being so close to this huge animal was almost spiritual. Yes, the giraffe is feel, but the environment is not. That a CGI background led by visual effects supervisor Alex Wang. I thought it was fantastic. So and I personally and, I would have personally I would have opted for a CGI giraffe and then take all that money and throw it into infected. Personally. Put an infected giraffe. That'd be interesting. Poo -poo on, I don't care if they went to a zoo and they spent all this money on a blue screen and they did all they of this do stuff. Blue screens anymore, guys. Come on. What the times? Green. Green screens. He just green. said blue screen. It's either green just, screen. Yeah, Will keeps saying blue screen. But yeah, it was a blue screen. Green. It was blue. It was I, yes, yes. The production the of The Last of Us, you went to Calgary to film the scene, and Naboo's enclosure was fitted with blue paneling to make a blue screen. Wow, they're still using blue. That's funny. So, all that money, 
all that money for a month at the zoo. I really yeah. want to know how much ben, he spent there. I'm 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 with I, you I, on. I, listen, I, I'm, I like I like the scene because I'm an animal lover deep down. So I I like anything that has to do with animals. But I agree with you. This if it was either this or infected, like if that was the decision, like they're sitting down at the table and they're going over the budget and they're like, "Listen, we can either do infected or we can do the giraffe. What are we going to do?" I say get rid of the giraffe and do the infected. I'm with you. And and spend a tiny amount on a you can still do the giraffe in the th in the scene but do cg it would have been fine no, everybody thought it was cg anyways everybody thought so, so, so that right there everybody thought it was cg and it was real so I how know. bad did they really do with this I, what i would have done is actually make it cg that way everyone would have said hey it was a cool cg giraffe but then throw a handful of even if it was one bloater one or two clickers and a handful of, you know, runners, it would have been fine. But no, no, no. Let's, I'm, I'm going to play. Run to, let's run to Zoom. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate here. Maybe they just couldn't find enough extras who wanted to sit down and get all that makeup put on them. Like that, that maybe, but no, I, I know it's, it, that, that's a reach, but eh, yeah, no. No, eh. uh, I'm nine sure episode, nine episode, so nine episode, nine episode series on a show about the zombie apocalypse, and they had two episodes with zombies in it. Nope, right. I'm with you. I agree. I agree. They that, dropped the ball. That's my, that's my biggest <clears throat> with this whole. Other than that, like you were saying, Will, when they, when they when they did an adaptation from video game to screen, fantastic. They followed I, the story. Fantastic. I think this is I think this is the standard. I will stand by yes. that. I think this is I the do, standard now. I do too. Um I just wish I agree. If Walking Dead can do it. They could have done I it agree. So quick thing though, quick side note. I was talking to a friend of ours, a friend of mine and Lee's, who watched the show and played the game. Um he didn't play, you know, Steve. Um, he did not play the game two, but he said that they are looking at two extra seasons. They're I was, I'll, 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 I'll get to it. I'll get gonna, to it. I'll on. get to it. No, stop. Stop. Uh, not yet. Not yet, Chuck. You need to, at the end. Stop. Because at the mm -hmm. end, at the end, I am going to get a little, not completely, but a little spoiler E about what they could possibly do. Not going to give anything away about the story. But I'm going to say what they could possibly do in moving forward because I have a couple of ideas and I know where you're going. So I, I will um, you, you may you may not, but I'll save it till the end. OK, just we'll save that for the end because I, I do want to talk about that. So like I was saying, they're watching on this tower of giraffes in the distance as they walk off. And Joel lets Ellie know that they don't have to do this. They can forget about the whole thing and just go back to Tommy's. And Ellie says, after everything that we've been through, after everything I've done, it can't all be for nothing. We're in this till the end, and afterwards, I'll follow you wherever you want to go. You want to go raise sheep? You want to go to the moon? We'll do whatever you want to do. And they agreed to it, and the two set off. And then they get to a medical station. And, oh boy. They get to this medical station, and we get to hear the story about how Joel lost part of his hearing. 
says the day after the outbreak, he was ready. He was so ready and he put the gun to his head and for whatever reason, he flinched right before he pulled the trigger. To this day, he really doesn't know why. And then Ellie says, I know why you're telling me this. Time heals all wounds, right? And he's like, well, that's not what did it this time. And then the two of them look at each other and they both kind of understand what Joel is trying to say. I hate this. I hate that this is in the show. It serves no purpose other than to make Joel as sympathetic as they possibly can before the end. It doesn't need to be here. There's no reason why this is here. I don't Mm -hmm. like it. I'm sorry. I don't. I hate it too. I hate. I hate. I hate this part of the show. And Peter Pan. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Do you much. want a part? You want a cookie? I want. I want. I want. Me. 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 My. 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 So the two start okay. walking away, and then we get more puns. People making apocalypse jokes like there's no tomorrow. I thought that was funny. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. I thought that was really funny. And then they're ambushed. There's a flashbang that gets thrown towards them. The two of them hit the ground. They come over. They pick Ellie up and carry her away. And then they knock Joel on the back of the head and he's out cold. And we see him waking up in a hospital and Marlene is there. Evidently, Ellie's going to be going through some surgery. The doctor can synthesize a cure by cutting the cordyceps. Out of her brain. But that'll kill her. That will kill her. I still don't think mm. it makes sense. Because the way she describes it is that Cordyceps thinks that she's Cordyceps and that's how they're going to make the cure. Mm-hmm. But she gets attacked by Cordyceps. Mm-hmm. Make it make sense. Yep. Either of you. Anything. I, I nothing? Can't, you, you got nothing. No. You got nope. nothing, Chuck. Okay. Then, okay. Fine. Fine. They just, really, they, didn't, I, they, didn't even, they didn't even touch on this in the game. No. Which actually made it better. Which actually made it better. Like, you don't need to. You don't need to. No. Right. They tried to explain it to give people an answer, which, I mean, it, it, was, it was sad. It was lazy. It was, it was a point in the show where I was like, okay, we're finally going to get some more answers here of how this works and why it works. But... Again, it came back to, this is what we kind of think is going on, so we're going to cut our brain apart because it's the best chance we have. We, we're pretty sure it's a cure. Like, yeah, well, pretty sure. That's great. In the game, it's just, listen, whatever's going on in her brain is why the cordyceps is not infecting her the way that it normally would, so we're going to cut it out and synthesize a cure. And That's it. all they yeah. say. That's all they say, and they leave yep. it at that. Another problem that I kind of have, and I had this problem with the game too, is the, the this medical team that's here performing the surgery, they take no time to do like a series of tests. They just jump the gun and say, all right, we have, you know, immune girl. Let's not run a series of tests over the next couple of weeks or even months. Let's just jump right to cutting her brain out and see what we can do. Well, I think they've been thinking about it for a long time, over a series of months, if not more. What are we going to do when she gets here? Well, I mean, I guess the best thing we can do is cut her brain open. Why couldn't they just biopsy some parts of it and still leave her alive? Yeah. Right? Right? That would be a really good idea. Yep. So, and not not to even mention, like, even if if she makes the sacrifice, if she decides that she's going to make the sacrifice, 
Wouldn't you want the host alive? Doesn't that, that make way, a little bit of sense? That way, the the, the the cordyceps that are attached to her don't die with her. Exactly. You don't yeah. want, like, it's, it, I yeah, sure. Yeah. You can. Oh. Does it, does it, yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I, I again, I want to say I do not agree with Joel's decision. I also don't agree with just jumping the gun and killing her as soon as she shows up. That just, that seems really irresponsible. Okay. Okay. Sure. Anyways, so Joel, he's not happy about any of this. And he basically says to Marlene, you need to find somebody else. There is nobody else. And then he's basically marched out of there. Not, not, not going to go the way that Marlene or the Fireflies thinks it's going to go. They're on the stairs. Joel gets the upper hand of the two guys that are escorting him out. He kills both of them. And then he just goes on a rampage. And it was, I, as much as I disagree with Joel's decision here, I thought the way that they did this was fantastic. Turn yep. the music up, turn the sound effects down, and just show Joel as the madman going through this hospital, murking everybody. I thought that was fantastic. And he's not just no. killing people who are killing him. There are people who are running away that he shoots. There are people who are surrendering. There are people who are only half dead, but for whatever reason, he wants to go over and use his knife just to get even more vengeance. They do not shy away from how much of a monster Joel can be, and I like that. I thought that that well, was I think, pretty cool. I think his whole thing was he wants them all dead. That way they're not following him once yes. he gets her. Yeah, yes. that's basically what he said to Marley at the end. Yes. But but here's the thing. We watch we watch action movies. We watch these thrillers and all these different things that happen. And in all of them, they're trying to save one person. In order to save one person, they kill like 70 people. How many people, makes, how many people did Schwarzenegger kill in Commando to save his daughter? <laughs> I, I forgot the count, but it was up there. It's high. Watch 150 yeah. or something like that. It's yeah, it really high. The point, the point is, you look at it and you go, not all these people had to die. And no. you're doing it to save one person. And at what point do we watch a movie and say, hey, none of this is worth this one life? You can't just kill 50 people. And because that somehow is, you know, less valuable than this one life that this one person seems to care about. So this this made me think a lot about just just films in general where there's there's action stuff like this where people get shot. And it's just like it's it's ridiculous how I mean, we've said this before. We look at like, wow, look at all look at all the uh, you know, the question always comes down to there's, there's a fight on a rooftop and look at all the debris that's falling off and nobody got killed by it falling down. It's like they're walking on the sidewalk. You know, only a few things have actually touched upon what's didn't, happening down below. Didn't didn't we do the island and I brought that up with all the debris that was falling oh, yeah. off the skyscraper? Oh, yeah. Like, come yes. on. Yes. But no, the two main characters scary. walked away without a scratch, just as beautiful as ever. <laughs> when, they did, when they did Man of Steel and they destroyed the city between the fight between, like, the two fights and the end fight between Superman and Zod. Yeah. Um the audience was there was complaints from the audience about how much they destroyed that city mm -hmm. um and the implication of how many people died because of that fight right and now, people actually had a hard time with that because of that i really we, just, we watch I, it we watch it we go oh it's a cool action shot but we don't think oh like right. hundreds of so, like thousands of people died well, what, that's what's really what, what cool was about it batman because 
Marvel, I know, yeah, you're thinking about Don, um, Justice League, where it shows, or no, sorry, Dawn of Justice, where, where it shows where, him running yeah, into it in the where middle. Where it shows yeah. Affleck on the street holding the girl. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, was cool. great. It was fantastic. That was fantastic. Marvel, Marvel's been doing it before them. Sokovia. Yeah, Sokovia. Yeah. The whole thing was about Sokovia after. It's like, have you thought about what happened here? Or even just all the aftermath and the cleanup of the first, you know, fight down there in New York, mm. you know, when, yes. um, when the Chitauri came down. Yeah. So they've been they've been finally starting to touch upon like what happened to the battleground, you know, what happened to the people who were stuck there. And well, I, I think it's because it, more and more movies are are becoming more and more self aware of what's going on. Yeah. Right. And yes. Right. You're seeing a lot of self awareness in movies for what it is. When they started even breaking the fourth wall and then going to other things and making it more self aware, um it's so much better. Yeah. You all right? Yeah, what well, happened? I don't know. I know. I'm, I'm in a hotel, so people are like banging down doors, and I can't tell if it's my door or somebody <laughs> else's door. Okay. Please continue. No, I also, I also wanted to add in. Didn't they do that whole thing? That that amazing scene. I don't know if it was the first Avengers movie or if it was Ultron. <laughs> where they're all pointing the finger at each other and just talking about the destruction that they're causing, and most of the fingers are pointed at Tony for, for a lot of what he's doing. Like, it was fantastic that how self-aware that scene was. Oh, that was Ultron, I believe. Where they're all, the whole, like, they're, know, all, they're all in the room. They got, they got the, 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 the scepter or the spear or whatever, oh, and they're all no, pointing... Oh, no, that was the first one. Okay, they're, but the first. They're, all, they're all pointing the finger at each other, and they all, like... They're pointing the finger of fury, like, but you did this. And then everybody just points the finger at Tony about the destruction that he caused. Like, it's amazing. It's amazing how self-aware they're becoming lately. So, yeah, I agree completely. But as far as this. I, yeah. I just, I just feel like it falls into that same thing of, like, look at the casualties that are going on around it. And it's like, obviously, they're not going to make a movie about what happens to the people who happen to be the bystanders that get killed or, you know, are running away, they could do something like that. I'm surprised they haven't yet. Like, just make a comedy movie of the people trying to survive in a world with superheroes or action they've, people running around. They've, they've done a movie like that, and people didn't like it. Exactly. War of the Worlds right. uh, was basically that, and it was not a big hit. Um, they even did, like, The Day After Tomorrow. When you, Whenever you see a, a, an action movie set from the perspective of a civilian, it's not as good. It's not as good. It's a cool idea, but it's not as good because you're expecting right. action. Like when you watch War of the Worlds, if you actually watched, if they actually made a War of the Worlds movie that was based on, that was from the military's perspective, it would probably be, be, a, it'd be a super cool movie. Oh, they did. You know, it was called Dreamcatcher. Oh, here we go. Oh my gosh. That still wasn't, that was also not from the military's perspective. That was no, we from, got military's perspective. We did. We got eyebrows. So all I no, want to do, all I want to do is I, I want to say that it has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. But when you say <laughs> War of the Worlds, all I think about is Tim Robbins. All I think about is Tim Robbins. And every time I think about Tim Robbins, I think about that amazing scene of him in Nothing to Lose where he's flipping off the security camera. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so stupid. And then he takes off that his movie. mask. He takes off his mask so his boss knows it was him. It's amazing. 
after he, cu- after he cuts the penis off the statue. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is fantastic. And it real, is. Uh, Chuck, if you have not seen that movie, you need to see it. Gus Fring is in it. Gus. Which so movie two, is it again? Nothing to nothing lose. Nothing to lose. Martin Lawrence and Tim Robbins. Yeah. Um, who plays the boss? I forgot who played the boss. Was it Michael McKean or no? Jeez, now I have to look it up. I think it was Michael I McKean. I'm looking it up right now. I think it was Michael McKean. Yeah. 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 Such a good movie, though. It, it's one of my favorite movies. I remember when it first came out and thinking it was just, it was fantastic. 1997, the same year as, uh, well, a bunch of stuff, really. Um, but yeah, John C. McGinley and Giancarlo Esposito play like two thieves, and they're perfect in the role. And it's He's totally a bomb. It's, it's actually John- a really funny movie. I John C. McKinley it. is a fantastic comedian. Yes, I he love is. Him. Yes, amazing. he is. Yeah, Mike McKean. Yeah, yeah. It was like, a good I have a hard time if he, I, I, between him being Dr. Cox in Scrubs and him being one of the Bobs in Office Space, like, he, he's fantastic. Oh, he's what's fantastic. What's interesting is Steve Odekirk is actually the director of that movie, and he's the security guard who's dancing around to the music, like all goofy and stuff. He's the guy who, who, do you remember Thumb Wars and Thumb Tannic? The guy who made those stupid... Oh, Kung Pao, Enter the Fist? Kung Dude, the guy who, who did Kung Pao, the guy who actually plays Kung Pao, he's the one who directed Nothing to Lose, and it does not seem like he did it. He, also, he... Did Ace, he also did Ace Ventura When Nature Calls, which was very different than the original. So it's, just, it's funny because I, I seriously think Nothing to Lose is an amazing film. That's where I first loved Tim Robbins. And then I hated him because of Arlington Road. I'll have to watch it. I've never seen it. I'll have to watch oh, it. It's a good movie. You'll enjoy it. It's, it's, it's a comedy. It's, You'll it's, enjoy it. You'll enjoy it's, it's it. It's one of those buddy comedies, you know? Yeah, definitely. So anyways, while Joe, Joel is on his rampage, he has to... um. Liam, sorry. If you catch on to it, you catch on to it. If you don't, you don't. But this is where I'm going to get a little... There's a guy who's dead, laying on the ground, and, and Joel bends down to pick up his gun. Now, he's, he's laying down, and behind him is this, this, this painting on a wall, because they're in, you know, the, 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 the pediatric wing. There's a paintings and everything on the wall, and there's a fish. Kind of reminds me of an aquarium. I'm not going to get mm-hmm. too much into it. If you know, you know. Oh, baby. So, there, there is that. <laughs> so, he makes his way to the operating room, and in Joel's defense... The doctor does pull a scalpel on him. <laughs> In Joel's defense, the, do- the doctor pulls a scalpel on him the same way that Elliot pulls a scal- pulls a knife out, like a little paring knife out on Walt. If you're gonna go that route, you're gonna yeah. need a bigger knife. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> but I'm just saying, he pulls a scalpel out on Joel. And Joel, no hesitation at all, just shoots him dead in the head. Oh, yeah. That was smart. That was real smart to shoot the doctor. Just saying. He shot the doctor. Anyways, he he tells... But he didn't shoot the deputy. Yes. He tells the two nurses to unhook her. One of these nurses... Yeah, he tells the nurse to, uh, nurses to unhook her, to unhook Ellie, and to tape up her arm, and he picks Ellie up, and uh, he's about to leave. And we get a nice, clear shot of the doctor laying on the ground with a hole in his head. 
Fantastic. Anyways, so Marlene is at the bottom of the garage waiting. Chuck knows exactly why I'm upset. Marlene is at the bottom of the garage waiting. And uh, she's basically saying, you can't save her. How'd she get down there? How'd she get there? She goes through some magical tunnel. This is a building with stairs (laughs) and elevators Uh all throughout. She's already down there getting ready to leave. Probably. Uh Well, that's how it is in the game. She's She's getting ready to leave. She doesn't meet him down there. She's already down there, and he just happens to run into her. This is not comparable to what you think it's comparable to, Lee. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so she's down there and she's telling him, you can't save her. You can't protect her forever. Eventually, you're going to die and she'll be alone. Or she's going to get turned apart by clickers. Or she's going to get murdered by raiders. You can't do anything to stop any of that. So they're... Except for that none of that's... (laughs) Absolutely none of that is true. None of it. And here's the reason. And here's the reason why. Is because... There are no clickers. There are no bloaters. There's no infected in this show at all. So there's no danger of them running into any of these things at all. (laughs) So she's fine. No, you're right. Do you have a point? (laughs) Sure, you have a point. Anyways, we cut to Joel in a car with Ellie as she's waking up and the drugs wearing off. And she asks, what happened? And he basically says, listen, there's a whole lot like you. There's dozens of them. It's not doing them any good. They've stopped looking for a cure. Raiders came, and I got you out of there. Just barely, though. And she asks where her clothes are. Uh, they're gone. Don't worry about it. And then we cut back to him shooting Marlene. Marlene pleading for her life. And then Joel, you'll just come after her and blows her head off. Shot for shot. Mm-hmm. Identical. Yes. Yep. Even the way that they interspersed everything going back and forth. Right. It was crazy. That was, right. that was yeah. perfect. That was very well done. Which is why the lack of infected bothers me so much because everything else in the show they nail from the game except that. And it, it, I don't get it. it. I don't get it. Anyways. Ah, uh, where are we? Blah, 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 blah. They haven't found a cure. Okay. She asks if Marlene is okay. Joel doesn't answer, and his silence is basically understood. And he, he actually apologizes, which kind of turns my stomach. Like, you're, you're making this sound like it was raiders who came and killed Marlene, and now you're apologizing to her for this. Like, and it's all sincere. And, uh, yeah. That's rough. So anyway, eventually their car breaks down and they have to walk the rest of the way. And then he starts going into this whole thing about his daughter and how I bet the two of you really, really got along. She really didn't like taking hikes, but she liked climbing rocks. And the two of you would have been really good friends. But you guys are different, though. You're, she was definitely more girly than you. Not saying you're not girly. She was, you know, a little bit taller than you and blah, blah, blah. Just going on and on, like comparing the two of them to get and uh, Wow. He is laying it on really thick. He's either had a complete mental break or he's like fully like committed to re- like replacing Sarah with Ellie at this point, And it blows my mind. I think it's a combination of him having his mental break and also him just he's 
I think there's a there's a guilt and a justification there that he's trying to justify everything that he just did. Um and he's he's nervously just talking a mile a minute. Could be. I like I that. mean that's that's something that makes sense to me is he's he's nervously just kind of going. And that's why you can see she's not responding and it looks very odd. You know, um I'm trying to think of what I compare it to. I remember something that's similar to this where somebody's like, you know, going and going and going and going and going. And then finally, when the other person turns around and starts doing that, the other person's like, whoa, 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 this is not what I wanted. Like, chill out, man. Yeah. That's yeah. what's happening here. Like, it, she does not want this relationship to go the way that he's trying to push it at this point. And she's like, you're not, not really. Like, yeah. Chill out. It's, it's weird. It's it, especially the way that they do it in the game. This part where you're heading back to Jackson, you play as Ellie and you're looking at Joel and he just comes off as a, a, a sad man. He, there's nothing else there. He just comes off as a sad, lonely, depressed old man. And it's really, it's really jarring the way that it ends. So I do, I, I, I agree with you, Lee. I do like the way that they nailed that because he does seem really off, especially here when he's going back and forth about his daughter the the whole thing. So before they get into Jackson, uh, Ellie stops him and goes through the whole thing about I wasn't in the I wasn't in the mall alone when I got bit. I was with my friend Riley, and then she turned and I had to kill her. And then it was Tess, and then it was Sam. And I'm waiting for my turn. Well, in the game, she says I'm waiting for my turn. She doesn't say that here. And Joel goes into this whole thing about you have to keep finding something to fight for and blah. And then we get the the final end where she makes him swear that everything he told her about the fireflies is true. He swears, and she says, okay. But she says it really awkwardly. Both in the show and in the game, the character says, okay, really awkwardly, and it's kind of ambiguous, which I love. Credits, the end. Okay. Yep. Okay. Did anybody watch yep. the, uh, the documentary episode that came out after? Really? The making of it? Yeah, it's like there's like a thirty-one episode, thirty-one minute episode. This like I did not watch this. Yeah, neither have I. Okay, but it exists. Okay, it's like a bonus episode. Okay, cool. but the making of the Last of Us. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna have to check that out then. I didn't know that that existed. Yeah, I saw it, but I didn't. I didn't watch it though, because um, they gave little five minute clips at the, after the end of some of the episodes. So. Um, yeah, I want to see. I wonder if they'll tell you we spent all this money on a giraffe. <laughs> oh Jesus! That that would just be a way to make me even more upset than I already am. If they actually came out and said we spent twenty million dollars to get this giraffe, I like why? So dumb. It is. I agree. It is. Bucks on CG. I'm sure it would cost more than fifty bucks, but I get your point. Well, right. All right. So. You said that you were going to go on some ideas about them splitting things up. If you want to talk about it first, and I'll go last, you can. Sure. So I haven't played game two. Um, I don't know if I'm going to. I may. I don't know. Um, but in game two, somebody, somebody, somebody is dead. Part of the, rest of the game. <laughs> The theory that I heard is that they're going to keep this somebody alive 
for two more seasons. They're going to split up the game into two parts. And they're going to keep that person alive for both seasons just to have them in the show for the next two seasons. That's if they do that. That's why? stupid. That's so stupid. Yep. That is so stupid. That is, that would be so I stupid. I, I know. I, that's just what I heard. I don't know if it's true. Um, but hey, they they took a character that that survives in this show and they killed him off in one episode. So why not? Let's just change character. I guess so. I guess so. Um, what I want to say is a little is a, a a little less spoilery than what you said. Um, game two was split up into two parts. You play the first part as one character. You play the second part as another character. I don't, and the game is long. The game is twice as long as the first one. It's a long time. There's a lot that happens, both in terms of gameplay and in terms of story. The cutscenes in that game alone double the first game. It's ridiculous. There's no way they fit all of that into one season. No. They can't. They cannot possibly do it. So... They either, what's, I, I'm trying to think about a show that both of you have seen that would be able to relate. They either do this where they do one episode, one character, the other episode, another character, one episode back to the first character, and so on and so on until they're done. Or they take the first part of the game and make that one season and the second part of the game and make that season three. They cannot, but it, it doesn't make any. They 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 will I not be able to fit. Gonna, they will not be able to fit everything in. They cannot right. do it because th- if they do, if they do game two and they try to cram all that into one season, we're complaining now, or I'm complaining now about them leaving things out. It would be ridiculous. They would oh, have yeah. to leave a lot out if they and wanted to that, fit all that in. Right, and I think that they're gonna. That's why I heard they're going to do two seasons, but to leave certain people in it and to take certain people out of it. That sounds stupid. Be... That's so stupid. Well, that you is to so think, stupid. I, people aren't going to like it. People won't like it either way. They're not going to, they're the going to hate it. They're going to, the people who haven't played the game won't. People who've played the game. People who play the will. game are going to hate it. People who right, played, pe- pe- when the game came out two years ago people hated it it was it was ridiculous like i've never seen so much venom like when it when when it when it was happening and i was in it when it was happening i've never seen so much venom i was like wow this is a lot but it is what it is i i don't i don't i don't know it's gonna be really weird it's gonna be really i'm curious to see what's going on and I'll give the, and I know they're going to do it. I know they're going to do it because of the nurse. One of the nurses is one of the voice actors for a character in the second game. Oh, really? They actually did that. If you want to go ahead and you want to look into it and find out who she is, go for it. But it's actually, it's really cool the way that they did that just to give it that nod. I might go and actually play the game just to. Yeah. On the story. Um, I'll probably do it. Probably do it this summer. That you, way, I can play it well in advance before the. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 50-50 on whether or not you'll like it. There are some. I've heard mixed reviews. There are on some. Both, there is. The game, so. There are. There are some things. Um, fi- you'll like it, but you'll have problems. Probably. Okay. Anyways, I'm done. Lee, do you have any final oh. thoughts you want to get into before we get out of here? Not really. I think I pretty okay. much covered it all. Okay. Chuck, final thoughts on the finale. <laughs> no, no. We got it all out. I'm done yeah. too. I'm done yeah, too. Man. All right. Have a good one, everybody. All right, See guys. Ya. Have a great one. Mm-hmm.